Welcome back again to our Book Talk segment. Great to welcome, always great to welcome our next guest. He's been with us uh, several times before, but that's because he writes these great books. And he's got another one out in his Gray Man series, great uh, thriller series. And this one is called Sierra Six, a court gentry novel. We're joined again by uh, Mark Greeny by telephone. And uh, Mark, good to talk with you again. How you been? I've been doing good. Thanks for having me back, Doug. I oh, appreciate it. Yeah, I always look forward to it when we get the uh, the notes that you're available, and uh, you're prolific, as we said before, so you got another one of these great books out. First, we get, before we get into the book, I, I understand just from reading some of the notes, uh, I think we talked about it last time you were on, uh, a film is going to be made, right, uh, for Netflix on, on uh, the first book of your series, right? That's correct. The first book of the series, The Gray Man, uh, was filmed last year on location in Europe and in California. And it's going to be released in July. I don't know the date just yet, but um, it's going to be released in July on Netflix, starring Ryan Gosling in the in the lead role of Court Gentry, and Chris Evans is playing the villain. There's a really great cast all around. Yeah, congratulations on that. I, I believe the director uh, he's, he's been part of the Captain America and Avengers uh, film series, so uh, that's uh, that's a great uh, little uh, pedigree you got going there as far as the the film goes. So that'll be a lot of fun, I guess. Or was a lot of fun to put it together, I imagine. I I was so fortunate. The Russo brothers, who did a a lot of the Marvel movies, Captain America and Infinity War and Civil War and Endgame, they uh, wanted to write the screenplay and direct it. So they had me come out to California a few years ago and work with them before they wrote the screenplay and then it kind of languished for a little while and then I found out about a year and a half ago that it was coming out so they filmed it last year and the, the Russo brothers directed yeah that's great do you get a chance to go on the set while they're filming or do, they, do they let you do that I guess they have to right what are, you, what are they going to say no <laughs> <laughs> well they did say no no they, they didn't say no it, I mean it was during COVID uh, last oh, year right, so there sure. were a lot yeah. of protocols for that and I had I had two books to write last year as well, so it didn't really work out. They're hoping to turn this into a franchise of films and make more, so hopefully next time I'll get to go out and visit. Well, that's great, yeah. And again, uh, that's the first book of the series, but we're up to number, I believe, number 11 right now, and the latest one, Sierra 6, right? The 11th in the series? Yeah, it's the 11th. I'm working on the 12th right now for next year, so they, they keep on coming. And the, the difference with this one, or I guess the, the twist in this one, it's, it's kind of a, a prequel in a way, right? Uh, the character Cord Gentry, for people not aware, uh, a CIA agent, uh, goes on all these great missions, uh, but this goes back to uh, his first mission, right? That's, that's right. It, it starts out 12 years ago when he's just joining a paramilitary unit. He's already been in the agency for a couple of years, but now he's joining this uh, this team of paramilitary officers, and they go to Pakistan to try and stop a terrorist. And then it also has another timeline in the present where the blowback from that really tragic mission from 12 years ago comes back to haunt him and court uh, is, has a new, you know, ticking bomb that he has to go after. So it's, it, it turned into basically two 80,000 word novels that are all kind of interwoven into one. So you're kind of writing 12 years previously and then again in the present tense. That, 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 is that something new for you? That must be kind of tricky, huh? Yeah, it was new and it was, it was, Everything is trickier when I'm doing it than when I envision it. So right. I, I kind of like walked into it, like walking into a walking into a minefield. Like, oh, that'll be cool. And then when I get in there, I'm like, wow, there's a thousand things I need to check in earlier books to see if uh, you know, so I don't make any mistakes and characters' names and whatnot. But it was fun to kind of dial back the the personality of the character and show him as a younger man, a little cockier, a little bit more. Um, you know, wet behind the ears and then going into other scenes where he's, it's in the present and just having a slightly different, you know, as we all mature over 12 year period, um, just being slightly different. 
I was going to say, uh, people change, obviously, uh, you know, in, in, in a decade, in a couple of years. So you, you have to, I guess you said you went back in the previous books. Do you, I guess you remember a lot of it, but you really have to do your own research on yourself, right? Because like we've talked about before, the audience that reads your books, uh, if you don't, they'll, they'll, they'll call you on it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I w- I'll be getting emails today if I, if I got anything wrong with my hero's uh, <laughs> timeline. And I, I did, I mean... I don't really remember the, I can just sort of remember that, yeah, in book three is kind of in the middle. I talked about this and then I have to go back and find that thing. I wish I had a better memory for everything that's happened. But again, it, uh, this is my 11th gray man book, but my 21st published novel. So there's a lot of, you know, names and whatnot running around in my head. And again, uh, people uh, you know may not have read previous books. Uh, I mean, you'll, you'll, people will pick it up right away. You don't have to have read the previous Ten to understand it, right? Oh, absolutely! It's a standalone novel, just like all of my books. Mm-hmm. It, it, it would be, you know, terrible for me to tell someone, "Well, you got to go read the first ten before right. you read this." <laughs> but um, you know, we've all read, we've all been we've all read novels where we feel like it's just a rehash of things that happened in the past, and um, I don't like that either. So you just get right into the story, and it um, it orients you as to what's going on and who's. That's the biggest challenge, I guess, uh, with uh, what, what you're doing in this type of series is to come up with something new, obviously, all the time and, and, and maintain the quality, which you've done. But I guess that gets more difficult each book, doesn't it? It definitely gets more difficult. Um, I always come up with good sort of big macro ideas, but it's really hard to tell uh, a story of um, one person following another person down the street, tell that differently or you know, an action scene in a hotel telling that differently or, right. or whatever. So that's, that's the challenge. But the solution to that is to go out and get fresh information because there's, you know, there's always a ton you don't know. And then when you go out and do your research and learn more, then you, you write things that you couldn't have written in other books. So it works out. And obviously we just mentioned the movie being made with this one and, and hopefully uh, the other books as well. But when you write, do you think in terms of visual? I guess you have to. In the, in the reader's mind, it's, it's visual to them. You want them to see it, right? So do you think that way when you write, uh, the, you know, particularly the action scenes? Yeah, absolutely I do. I, I think very cinematically, and I like to write things that are explainable, but also very visual. You can get too far in the weeds by describing something to where, you know, it, it can take away the speed and intensity of the scene, but you want to have as much in there written the right way to where it really orients the, the reader to the, the tension and the sights and the sounds and the smells, and also like the logistics of, of a scene. Um, there's a scene in this book that involves um, scaffolding made out of bamboo, in India, and it was just a lot of three three dimensional uh, explanations of this action scene, and it's tough to do that, but it it yeah. really looks good on the page when you when you get it all done. And again, for people that haven't been with us before, Mark uh, Greeny has had a. a of experience, uh, also a degree in international relations, political science, but he's also gone overseas to these countries and done uh, research along the side of the military and law enforcement. So uh, you're getting accurate, uh, uh, specific accurate uh, things to write about, right? Yeah, I'd like to do as much of that as I can and, um, you know, meet the men and women that do this for a living and to train alongside them when I, when I get the opportunity in the military bases and intelligence agencies and embassies and just um, firearms training schools yeah, and that's things great. of that nature. Adds to the uh, authenticity of uh, of the story. And again, we uh, invite people to get this book. It's Sierra Six, a gray man novel about court gentry, CIA 
uh, agent and a great thriller once again by Mark Greeny. And uh, Mark, I know you got another one coming out in July. We'll we'll talk hopefully then when the next one comes out. But give out your website once again uh, for people to get more information. Sure, it's my name, Mark Greeny, G R E A N E Y Books.com, and I'm all over social media. I'm easy to find there. Great. Mark, pleasure. Always a pleasure talking to you. Again, we'll hopefully talk to you later in the summer when uh, the next book comes out. But uh, good luck with this one and uh, the movie as well. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Doug. I'm Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America. 